ocean All I know is the world looks beautiful The world looks so damn beautiful and I feel fantastic And I never felt as good as how I do right now Except for maybe when I think about how I felt that day When I felt the way that I do right now Right now I feel fantastic And I never felt as good as how I do right now Except for maybe when I think about how I felt that day When I felt the way that I do right now Hello Hello Back with another episode of You Are Being Unreasonable podcast about people being unreasonable on the internet. On mumsnet.com specifically. Yep, going to be looking into mumsnet again. Back on the Am I Being Unreasonable boards. Back at it again on mumsnet. Now that we've gone fortnightly, I don't find the boards quite so stressful, but they are still just a den of terrible humans, really. At least we're not posting. That's very God. true. Imagine if we were posting on here. Oh no. If there are any listeners who do post on there, I mean, sorry, didn't mean to hurt your feelings, but also stop listening, because it's not for you. No. It's not aimed at the Mums Net Massive. No, no. It's named at the opposite of the Mums Net Massive. Yeah, whatever that would be. Do a Venn diagram of people on Mums Net and people who should listen to this podcast, and they don't even touch. They don't. <laughs> not different, at all. Different pieces of paper. That's probably why we get so few listener suggestions. Let's do the speed round. Am I being unreasonable to ask which is the most neutral term? Dinner, supper or tea? Dinner. But are they being unreasonable to ask? No. Dinner. Am I being unreasonable to be worried about the normalisation of far-right politics? (laughs) No. There's a whole lot in there. No. Wow. Am I being unreasonable to ask if anyone is considering stockpiling? Uh, no. No. Brexit and the uh, food shortages is an ongoing concern. Is Mum's Net good now? Uh, stockpiling is actually a horrible thing to do because it'll create shortages, supply and demand means that'll push the prices up, people who live hand to mouth who are the ones who will most be in need of tinned fish. Oh no. Won't have access to it. Well what if you need insulin? Well, I don't know how easy it's ever going to be to stockpile medicines. Hmm. Am I being unreasonable to not reply to this letter? Uh, no. It's fine. No one writes letters anymore. And am I being unreasonable to think a lot of people are jealous of teachers' holidays, but... Oh, it was fine up until the but. It's like an I'm not racist but. Yeah, and we're not going to open it to find out. Yeah, no. Don't be jealous of teachers' holidays. They work very hard when they're not on holiday. And when they are on holiday, like preparing for the new term. We've treaded this ground before. Yeah, we'll do one more speed round one. Am I being unreasonable to take DS to the GP for eating headphone cables? Uh, no, no. Run, don't walk. How don't, did it come don't, to don't, this? Don't take the time to post on mum's that. Sounds like he ate just, the whole cable, go. not just nibbled on a bit. It sounds yeah, like he like really if, devoured it. If that were a dog that had done that, I would say just wait. What and if it were two dogs, they did Lady in the Tramp style? So, like, one's got the earbud end and one's no. got the jack end. That's not going to come out naturally. No. Let's do a full thread. Am I being unreasonable? Non-mushy card. I need to leave work. Any recommendations for company that do non-mushy but funny farewell cards in the UK? I'm leaving work under a bit of a cloud, which will make it difficult to keep up with the many friends I've met there. I want to let them all know how much I appreciate their friendship and support, but not in a mushy or overly sentimental way. Sad face. We need more details on the cloud. (laughs) On the surface, this is a very simple request for recommendations. But you scratch the surface even slightly, and it's baffling. Yeah. So let's quickly think of what cards would be appropriate for this person. I'm sorry I was accused of harassment in the workplace, but I appreciate you all. Yeah. That's that's a standard card template. 
That's that is a good one. Um, Sorry about embezzling the funds. Yeah. It might be something much more prosaic than that. It might be like, oh, I'm really sorry that I emailed all those people who hadn't opted in. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Again, these are standard card templates that you really can't find at any Clinton's cards. Does Clinton's cards still exist? Maybe that's the problem. You can get them at Clinton's cards. I think I'm thinking of cards galore. But the demise of the high street means that that's not the easy proposition it once was. Yeah, sorry, my banking practices led to the demise of the high street. Yeah. Another another standard exactly. card template. So what I did in the fridge. Oh no, oh no. But that's the first thing. We'd like to know what the cloud is, of course. But when you leave a job, it's not standard practice for you to give a card communally to all your colleagues. Like they <laughs> they get a card for the person who's leaving, <laughs> and then the person who's leaving receives a card. And perhaps if they get a present, they might send a thank you card after they've left or something. I don't know. I can imagine that scenario, but you don't, on your last day, hand over a card that says, sorry about the incident. You do it if they've all taken out restraining orders against you. Yeah, why will it be difficult to keep up with the many friends that they've made there? Because of the incident. Oh. I've framed all my novelty card suggestions as sorry for, mm. but maybe they're not sorry for. Maybe it's just... Maybe they had the chance to apologise and they didn't, yeah. and that's why there's a cloud. Yeah. Maybe it's like... I, I still agree with what I did to your pension funds. Bye. That's, that's the card template. I really do think you're a fat bitch, Janine. <laughs> <laughs> I stand by what I said. Yeah, Janine. You know, I still appreciate your friendship and support, Janine, but I think you're a fat bitch. I'm yeah. not taking that back. Yeah. It's true. That would explain why it doesn't want to be overly sentimental. Do you think this poster wants to get into the ins and outs of what's happened, but not they were too embarrassed? Oh, because I wondered if it was a bit like, oh, I kind of want to bring this up, but I know that mums that will tear me to shreds, so maybe if I say something a bit vague and sinister, and then they'll eke it out of me. The classic mums that drip feed. I don't know. Also, the first suggestion in response to this post is, search funny leaving cards on eBay. There are some really good ones. They've missed the subtext. They've missed the subtext. They totally have, and eBay is a really weird place to buy a card. Yeah, that's... That's not a right place. Not on the high street, sure. Etsy, sure. Moonpig, definitely. Funkypitching.com, if you can forgive them for their annoying advertising. I have a good card. Go on. Let's turn my corporate manslaughter into corporate laughter. You can't spell manslaughter (laughs) without laughter. It's better. Yeah. (laughs) It was teamwork, though. Now lots of people are just saying scribbler. No No one seems. Stop making suggestions. No one seems to have raised that it's super weird that she's leaving under a cloud and is giving a leaving card to her old workmates when she's the one leaving. Someone, in fact, has said, I think it's a nice touch. Hmm. Uh, oh, okay, someone has said it. The person leaving doesn't normally give a leaving card. Your colleagues do the leaving card, and if they give you a present too, send a thank you note after you've left, which is what I said. To I keep think- in touch with individuals, collect their personal email addresses. I assume they've been told not to do that. I'm... I'm sure they know how you would keep in touch with an individual, theoretically, but for some reason, due to the incident, no, they're not because allowed. because of the incident, because of the cloud, because of what happened. And then someone said, hmm, I always thought you'd be the one receiving the card, and you send the mushy or otherwise group email just before you go. The best ever leaving email I read just said, avenge me. 
I dare you to do that. No, if you've left under a cloud, don't send an email that says avenge me. It might not go down well. If you've worked somewhere for 20 years and you're great mates with everyone and everyone loves you and it's a real like, oh, it's been brilliant, but it's just time to move on, send avenge me, sure. Yeah, funny. But leaving if you're, under a cloud. Yeah, if you're leaving because of what you did in the staff kitchen. Only one person seems to have picked up that this is super weird and it never gets addressed other than that and it's just loads of people saying, why don't you go to Scribbler? Baffling. So I might go to Scribbler during the week and have a look at the cards in there to see if they've got lots that seem appropriate for someone who's leaving their job under a cloud. Yeah, it's a simple, sorry I'm leaving under a cloud and can't talk to you all. Yeah. I've got you this non-mushy card with a picture of, I don't know, a dolphin on it. A dolphin's not too mushy. It's not like a kitten or a puppy. Really weird, A dolphin's just neutral. A dolphin's right, quite a hippie that. thing. I imagine dolphins being the sort of thing that you would see in a shop that also sells bongs and floaty dresses. Yeah, so not overly sentimental. No, maybe a the OP should suggests... go to a bong shop to get a card. Maybe that's why she has to leave. Oh. She's had the bong out on the desk. I'm sorry I came in high every day. I I'm sorry I got high at 16.20 every day. <laughs> Way. <laughs> Let's do another thread. Am I being unreasonable? Smelly people. We have new people in our church and they absolutely stink to high heavens. Excuse the pun. While I really wouldn't want to discourage them from coming, am I being unreasonable to think that the pastor's wife should take them aside for a quiet word? That's the whole thread, but I just, I love it for various reasons. Who cares that it's the church? You could just say some smelly people. Is it ever okay to tell someone they smell? No, but you've made sure we know that you go to church and you're big in the church community. You've made a pun and you said excuse the pun, but you've got the backspace key, so, you know, you clearly meant to make the pun. Don't do this false modesty about your pun. Be proud of the pun. Um, you should be proud, it's alright. Why does the pastor's wife have to do it? pastor can't do it. Lord, no. Why can't she do it? Why does anyone have to do it? I don't understand the ins and outs of churches, but this one fascinated me. Yeah, the pastor's wife would have to do it. The pastor can't do it. But why does it have to be the pastor's wife? Why can't it just be a member of the congregation? Mm, It concerns the church as a whole, as a community. So it should be the leaders of that community. But not the spiritual leader, the day-to-day leader, the the sort-shit-out leader. The pastor's wife. Oh, well, that's explained a lot. Is this how it works in churches? If someone turns up stinky, then there's an obvious chain of command as to whose job that is. Yeah. I mean, it depends on the size of the church. But, yeah, the pastor's focused on spiritual matters. The pastor's Mm. wife is more down to earth and can have the chat with the stink people. I have have a question. Yeah. Do you... Jesus himself... Yeah. ...could not have smelled like a bed of roses. But surely no one would have... Yeah. ...been that fragrant. Yeah. So by the standards of the time, perhaps he smelled neutral. But I think if he came back in the same form he as he was stinky. then... He would be stinky. He'd be a very stinky man. <gasps> Are you saying these people were Jesus? Jesus is, Jesus is to, back, he's turned to up to a that. church, and now the pastor's wife is going to have a go. <laughs> oh, wow. There's so much going on in this. I just thought it was a bit confusing. And I know I'm, that... I'm sorry. Ye- Jesus, is it? Am I pronouncing that right? We've had some complaints about your decorum in the church. Decorum? I'm not sure I understand what you mean. Well, Jesus, am I pronouncing that right? Well, no, you, but... <laughs> you smell. Oh. Do you have a shower at home? You can use our no, shower. but I've got a woman who sometimes cleans my feet with her hair. It's not enough. You've got oh. very clean feet. 
obviously it's sparkling. You can see them through the sandals, but it's everything else. Hair's quite matted. Let's have a little look at what the thread says. Uh, why the pastor's wife especially? Why can't I, the pastor I, do I, it? Or a concerned member of the church? Or, you know, you? Someone said get one of the elders to do it. Yeah, that's what I was saying. One of the church elders. One of the leaders of the church. Do churches still have elders? Yeah. Like, officially? Yeah. Really? I'm only speaking for the church I grew up in. They had official elders? Yeah. Wow! I've learnt a lot today. Dad's an elder. Oh, maybe he could tell this person they stink. No, because he's the minister. Mum would have to do it. Someone said maybe they own a whiskey distillery. Those places stink. Okay. Very specific. <laughs> very, very specific. If they own a whiskey distillery, I'd make friends with them. Well, next time what I... What if they own a whiskey... What if they own a whiskey distillery, but people only ever see water go in, and yet whiskey comes out? <gasps> it is Jesus, and he's making whiskey this time. <laughs> he's seen the state of things, he thought, we're going to need a stiff drink now. Someone said, we have very pungent people in our church, they live in a hostel, life is difficult for them, I wouldn't dream of saying anything. Yeah, I mean, the church should be welcoming for everyone, right? And then there's a lot of people Even commenting the way on... Yeah, a lot of people saying how hard it is for people who are struggling financially. Yeah. And that maybe this woman should show a bit more compassion. I mean, it wasn't the most fascinating of threads for other people, but I was really interested in the idea that the pastor's wife has to say to someone that somebody else thinks they smell. I think this makes sense. But does the pastor's wife even agree? Like, can I just have an opinion, a negative opinion about someone? They get the pastor's wife to deliver that. Yeah. I'm like, oh, Gary's a right twat. Can you go and tell him? Because, you know, you're married to the pastor. Yeah. There's, there's also this stereotype of the pastor's wife as gossipy and, you know, willing to gather all the information on people and spread it about. Like, uh, what's her name in The Simpsons? Reverend Lovejoy's wife. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I quite like the idea of joining a community where it's someone's defined role within that community to pass on bitchy things that you think about people. Yeah, the village gossip. Yeah. Oh, good. Maybe I'll get involved with this church and then I'll say that I think that the OP is kind of a bitch. Then the pastor's wife can tell her. We've had a lot of hot weather recently and I think everyone's been quite smelly. Yeah. With this heat wave. Yeah, it's definitely not been the best time for people to meet you at your least sweaty. No, certainly everyone in London stinks. Oh, wow. It's been very hot. It has. Getting on the tube has been like walking into a mist of sweat. Ugh. Let's move on. <laughs> Am I being unreasonable? Anyone for a cup of tea? Okay, so after having people round for dinner, I generally ask if anyone would like a cup of tea. This is often met with, oh yes, I'd love a coffee, thanks. Why? If I asked you if you would like tea, you cheeky fucker. I'm rubbish at making coffee. It is mysterious and scary to me. Then roll in the demands of how they precisely want their coffee. None of that instant stuff will do. Am I being unreasonable? Right, we're into something very specific here that uh, I've disagreed with people on in the past. Yeah. Uh, specifically my brother, I think. Me and my brother have talked about this. Go on. Where, I mean, we're from the north, so we'd say, does anyone want a brew? And I, it's my contention that when someone says, does anyone want a brew, that refers to tea or coffee. Right. Because both are brewed. Yes. Both go through the brewing process. Okay, by that reasoning, I could say I would <laughs> like an IPA, please. But it's my brother's contention, or it was at the time, that when you say, do you want a brew, that refers specifically to tea. Oh. And I think the same applies here. I think if you say to someone, would you like a cup of tea, the word tea there, it stands in for hot drink. 
You say that now. We've been together for, what, five and a half years? Would you have said that five years ago? Because I definitely used to say, do you want a cup of tea before you drank tea? And you'd say, no, I don't drink tea. And I'd say, yeah, I know, I was going to make you a coffee. And you'd just roll your eyes. Yeah, it's just been awkward. It's been playful and flirtatious. Oh, okay. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway... Yeah, obviously I agree that if someone says yeah. tea, you can interpret that to mean one of the standard hot drinks. You can't say, yeah, oh, yeah. it means, yeah. like, a tea service. Yeah. So, like, a hot drink, coffee or tea. Yeah. It's my interpretation. I don't care if my brother disagrees. Do you think your brother posted this? No. I can't imagine your brother describing someone as a cheeky fucker because they asked <laughs> for a coffee. <laughs> that seems quite a strong reaction. Yeah, he's, he's a talented man. I don't think coffee would be mysterious and scary to him. Yeah. That's it not... is mysterious, though. Them beans. Them beans, though. So mysterious. I don't know. You gotta grind them beans. How does the flavour come out? <laughs> I mean, sure, if for some reason the OP has just got loads of coffee beans and no grinding equipment and no ground coffee and no instant coffee, I can see how this is an awkward request. In what circumstances, then, can you ask, would anyone like a cup of tea? And they know that you only mean tea. What if are you you're holding a... tea bags? What if you're at a tea ceremony? Like a Japanese tea ceremony? Yes. The kind that takes hours? Yes. Yeah. If at the end of that <laughs> you wanted a coffee, then definitely you are being, maybe not a cheeky fucker, but a little bit silly. Yeah. If you sat and watched the server prepare this tea for literal hours, and you say, make mine a black coffee. Yeah. You, you would be In that circumstance, the server would then be entitled to interpret black coffee to be whatever you call any hot drink. Oh, I'm sure they don't mean coffee. That's probably yeah. what they call all this, the hot drinks. Yeah, I think this person's being wildly unreasonable, not least for having such a strong reaction to it. And also, they could just say, oh, sorry, I don't have any coffee. I only have the to... instant stuff. And people will say no, because no one wants the instant stuff. Well, they'll say, oh, yeah, and they'll be a right martyr mm. about it. Is that all you've got? Oh. Mm. oh, can I have a look and see which one it is? I've worked with people who, upon hearing there's only instant coffee available, have said, oh, can, can I just come out and have a look? Like, well, at this point, just make your own drink. Mm. Can mm. I have a French press? Yeah, at that point, definitely the guests are unreasonable, but just saying, I haven't got any coffee, sorry. Don't, like, let it build up inside you, eating away until you're furious on mum's net about something that could have been avoided. Furious at these cheeky fuckers. And also just learn how to make coffee, because going through your whole life afraid of coffee sounds very stressful. I can see a response from someone where they've said basically, uh, just say, anyone for tea? I'm afraid I don't have coffee. There we go, that's exactly what I was just saying. That's what I was suggesting, right? Just head it off. Make it clear that you mean tea, the drink. Yeah. You're being unreasonable, it's not like they're demanding a rare vintage brandy, offering both tea and coffee regardless of your preference, it's just good hosting. Then she goes on to explain how to make coffee. (laughs) Well, I think we can take that as read. I'll go on WikiHow. That always has good instructions. I mean, generally people are in agreement that that this is ridiculous and unreasonable. Yeah, I think if they're right, if you ask for whiskey when someone says, do you want tea, you're unreasonable. Unless you're at Jesus' house. Yeah. You can just magic it up. Exactly. Um, But, yeah. Um, Someone says you're being unreasonable for offering tea after dinner. What? Why? Everyone loves tea. I don't know. Now the OP's come back and said, yeah, I know I'm being unreasonable, but it's the devil's brew. <laughs> Maybe you could okay, explain so that to your a, brother. So there's... We've established that Jesus loves whiskey and the devil loves coffee. 
What about an Irish coffee? Yeah, that's tough, isn't it? That's Purgatory a coffee. Purgatory coffee. Yeah. Yeah. That's what that is. All in all, this person's clearly being unreasonable. They're being unreasonable, and they're being a big baby. Coffee's not frightening. Don't no, be scared just of coffee. No, I learned how to make it. When I met you, I didn't know how to make tea, so I learned. Yeah. For you. I think making coffee is easier than making tea, on balance. People get quite picky with tea. Like, do you want the bag in, or do you want the bag out? How much milk do you want? Do you want sugar? Yeah. Uh, coffee's easier in that. A black coffee, obviously, you don't have to add milk. Yeah. You just put it in the first press and boom, done. Yeah. Uh, maybe a sugar. But yeah, quite quite easy. Also, if you're making it in a French press, just bring the whole thing through and bring a little jug of milk. And This, this, is, this is it. Coffee has specific terms for what you want, so you can express yourself in a single word. Yeah. Latte. Okay. We know if what you want. she's saying, you want say we want a cup of tea, and someone says, I want a latte, Yeah. then they are being unreasonable. Yeah, sort of off the point, but coffee is more specific in that you have these words. Yeah. Macchiato. Yeah. You know what you mean. Espresso. Uh, whereas tea is just tea. And the word tea doesn't denote whether you want a herbal tea, a fruit tea, uh, a regular tea, a tea with milk. And I like my tea both strong and milky. Um, yeah, you like the bag kept in. And as a rule, while the milk's there. when I say milky, I mean non-dairy milk. And if you've only got almond milk, then I'll take dairy probably, but I might have it black. Soy is fine, oat is fine. With coffee... To be honest, chuck whatever you want in there. I really couldn't care less. Yeah, I think tea is more complicated, but maybe that's just because I'm a fusspot about tea. Well, there are tea ceremonies and there's not coffee ceremonies. That's true. So, yeah, is this person being unreasonable? Yes. Are the people asking for coffee being unreasonable? No. Good, let's move on. One more. And when you ask for if anyone would like a brew, that includes tea or coffee. If you say to a contractor, for example... That's probably the only time I'd ask if anyone wants a brew. What sort of contractor? Like a... anyone doing work in my house. Okay. Any like a workman. Any workman in my house. When you say contractor, I'm imagining like the people who come in no, and check like if a... you're GDPR ready. Well, not like a military <laughs> contractor. I mean, like a workman. Okay. Someone who comes to my house and does stuff. I will always ask them, "Do you want a brew?" Very good. Brew means hot drink. Okay. Last thread. Am I being unreasonable to one day tell Dee Dee she was a mistake? Okay, obviously not in those words. I have four DC, but it was my choice to have three. Number four was a contraception failure, and I was completely unaware I was pregnant until nearly halfway through the pregnancy. Our six-month-old baby is a delightful, lovely baby who's every bit as loved as my other children. However, there is no doubt having too many children has had an enormous impact on our family, my career, and not in a good way. I don't ever want Dee Dee Ford to feel unwanted, but neither do I want her to grow up and think it's a good idea to follow in my footsteps. My other children know she was a huge surprise. Any advice on how to deal with this in the future, in a sensitive way? A card. Greeting card. Sorry, you were a mistake. <laughs> Contraception's not 100% effective. To my beloved contraception failure. Don't make my mistakes. Underline beloved. Exactly. Like, why on earth would you say that? Why would you tell a child they were a mistake? And she said the other kids yeah, know that it was can... a surprise. So you can say surprise. Look at the stock delivered unexpectedly in a way that'll have a huge financial impact on us. Return to sender? Oh, the stalk doesn't... Oh. Oh, no. What? Uh... 
You don't seem anywhere yeah, I mean, near as can... shocked and appalled by this thread as I did when I first read it. I was aghast. Yeah, I mean, I think it's good to be honest with your children. What, and say you were a mistake? Not in those words, obviously. That's how she starts the post. But, like, she's sitting there with her lovely six-month-old baby. I think Who... now, now is the time to tell her. Because then you can say you've done your bit and told her, but it won't register, so oh, it's fine. Yeah, I told you. Don't you remember? I thought, oh, I don't know what babies remember. But, I mean, it's a long way down the line to assume that this six-month-old baby's definitely going to have loads and loads of kids. Six-month-old baby might grow up and not want any kids. Depends what kind of conversation you have with them. If you sit them down early, say five, say, use contraception, eh? So you don't get stuck with a baby like you. I mean, if you start doing that to a child that young, then even if they have loads of kids, you'll never need to be involved in their life because they'll cut you out the moment they can, surely. No, I think this is horrible. Like, the fact that this is something that's way on her mind, I'm sure it has been difficult having this fourth child. You could say to all of your kids, if and when it gets to the point where they're having kids, decades down the line probably, uh, yeah, like, I oh, it was difficult having four kids, I love you all, of course, but... I think the crux is that you can have chats about contraception and sexual health with your kids without telling them they were mistakes. And why would she single out just the youngest one? Does she think she's being compassionate here? Like, I won't tell the other three that she was a mistake. I'll let them stick with the word surprise. But I will make sure I tell her. But only her, because I respect her, what, privacy? Yeah, and then she can choose whether she wants to tell the other three or not. It's so weird. Does she somehow think the youngest one is the one most likely to have loads of kids? Because what about this six-month-old screams, I want a massive family? <laughs> don't know. Maybe it's just obvious from the six-year-old demeanour. Six-month. Six-month-old demeanour. Yeah. Is it? Yeah. Right. Keeps bashing dolls together. I don't know. I mean, in her original title, she does have an Am I Being Unreasonable? Am I Being Unreasonable to one day tell Dee Dee she was a mistake? I would say, yes, you are being unreasonable. But then in the post, she says, any advice on how to deal with this? Like, she's obviously decided that she's doing it regardless. If, <laughs> if, if the person has to do it, when... No one has to tell their child they were a mistake. But if they have to, when do you think would be appropriate? Why would they have to? One day. Like, 20? 30? I don't know. 40? It really depends, doesn't it? It really depends on... Their relationship. Their relationship, whether this child seems like they want any children or how many children. I think we're getting to how much do you want to know about your family's past. And this has just made me think of Fun Home, which we saw yesterday. Yes. The musical that's on at the Young Vic. This is going to be a really niche reference, and I don't think a single one of our <laughs> listeners will have seen it, so go on. <laughs> but it's a musical about family history and yep. family secrets, and how you talk to your parents about that, and how you cope with that, and how that impacts you in the future. Yeah. It's very good. It won five Tonys. Yeah. How does that relate to telling a six-month-old baby that they were never wanted? Because... um. The mother in the musical didn't have to talk about the father's past the way she did, but she wanted to be open and honest. Right. I and I think talking about the impact that your children have had on your life, whether that's positive or negative, can be good. Like, it's not good to keep things from your children. Okay, if you've got kids and one of them has three kids already, then you could say, listen, as someone who had four kids... Four was much, much more difficult than three. The difficulty rose exponentially. I'm just telling you this yeah, so you I mean, know. That's you... one thing. <laughs> to single out one child and say to that child, you were a mistake, 
It's completely different to... Well, they were a mistake. But why would you tell just that child that they were a mistake? Why would you sit them down? Like, she's obviously planning this out. Like, I'll sit her down and I'll have a chat with her. Like, the way you would sit a child down and have a chat with them about contraception in general. She's like, oh, but it'll be particularly pertinent with this one because if contraception worked, I wouldn't have had to fucking deal with this. Yeah. I think this is horrible. Am I being oversensitive about this? I think it's a really weird attitude. I can appreciate that, obviously, it's difficult for this person. She didn't intend to have a fourth child. She wants her kids to know about, you know, the the difficulties that come with having lots of kids. But why is she looking at a tiny baby and planning the day that she ruins that kid's life by saying, I never wanted you? It's weird. Yeah, I think if you can do it in a way that doesn't ruin the kid's life, that's obviously important. But don't single out that kid. Should we see what the thread says? Because I think we disagree on this. I was horrified. I thought this was a brilliant example of mums and people being mad, but you seem to think that she's very sensible. I think it can be done. I think it can be done. Just because it can, I'm not sure it should. Uh, why on earth would you tell her that? Flipping awful thing to say. My mum said similar to me about 20 years ago and I can still remember how much it hurt. Oh no. If you don't want her to follow in your footsteps, educate her about sex and contraception. Wow, people are, people have different opinions to me. Don't tell her, absolutely no good can come of it. Focus on encouraging her in education, making sure she knows she has plenty of choices, building up her self-esteem and talking to her about contraception. These people are being a little judgy because she did mention a contraception failure. There is a subtext to a lot of these posts like, well, perhaps you should have just used some contraception, you meanie. Don't be horrible to your kid. No, she did say that the contraception didn't work. They are being a little bit stick the knife in without proper comprehension of the post. Do not tell her this ever. A lovely surprise, perhaps, but a mistake. How would that make you feel to be told that at any age? Because I'd be gutted and I'm 35. Yeah, I think the word mistake has certain connotations. Someone mentions accident further up. I think accident has negative connotations too. If you really don't want her to follow in your footsteps, maybe frame it as we wanted for, but it was harder work than we thought. Mm. Don't know why you'd need to lie. I don't know. Do people do this? Do people go around asking, like, should I have as many kids as you did or a different number? Maybe they do. I don't know. I was a happy accident and I've never felt anything less than unconditional love. We joke about it. I don't feel any different to my two planned siblings. See, I think that's nice. Happy accident is very different to accident and is very, very different to mistake. Yeah, so it's all in how you frame it. I just don't know why she feels the need to tell the kid at all. I don't know. I think she's being unreasonable, but maybe she's just struggling at the moment because she's got four kids and she's struggling and she's just thinking about making life easier for her kids and how she doesn't want them to struggle like she feels like she's struggling. Maybe I'm being unfair, but I think it's awful. I think being open and honest about kids and the impact that kids can have on your life is fine i think it's the bit where she wants to single out this one who's a baby that i'm a bit like why are you doing this fine i think you should get them t-shirts that say planned 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 mistake well three of them would have t-shirts and the little one would have a baby grow because she's only six months old yeah maybe when they're a little older yeah okay well i think she's being unreasonable baby mistake Six months in, it's too late to change their name, really. Missy. Oh, cute. Misty? Yeah. <laughs> Misty K. Misty K. Should we do one more speed round? Am I being unreasonable? Getting married in jeans and a t-shirt? Mm, no, whatever makes you feel comfortable. Am I being unreasonable to think nobody is having sex tonight? Oh, I assume that's because of the heat. I don't have to talk about it. Especially not on mum's net. Am I being unreasonable? Living his best life. Oh, 
No. Great. Am I being unreasonable to not want to be the household manager anymore? Uh, no. Am I being unreasonable to not get cloud storage? <laughs> Everything's in the cloud nowadays. All your mum's net posts are in the cloud. Am I being unreasonable? My glockenspiel is broken and I'm very suspicious. <gasps> A glockenspiel murder. <gasps> the glockenspiel mysteries. Dun dun dun. Am I being unreasonable? Mums at HQ does not want us to debate Brexit on the main boards. Ooh. So I'll bring it to the Am I Being Unreasonable board. I think the Am I Being Unreasonable board is one on the main boards. I think this post is saying, I can't discuss this on this board. So the fact that it's there <laughs> means the post is redundant. Mm. So but probably they are like being unreasonable. Mumsnet, yeah, sounds like Mums at Towers are being unreasonable there. Um, We've got to talk about Brexit. It's going to happen. Do we? Yeah. And am I being unreasonable to be obsessed with Christmas already? <gasps> no, only five months to go. Christmas, 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 Christmas. Christmas. Alright, happy Christmas everyone. Happy Christmas. Follow us at, at why you be unreasonable. Uh, if you do delve into Mumsnet, we'd be happy to hear your suggestions of am I being unreasonable threads that we can do. Uh, and tell your friends. Leave us a review on iTunes. I understand that's a thing that people can do. You can do that as a Christmas present to us. Yeah. Happy Christmas, everyone. Happy Christmas. It's fantastic, and I never felt as good as how I do right now. Except for maybe when I think of how I felt that day. When I felt the way that I do right now. Right now. Right now. Nobody does it better. Including that. <laughs> Don't. It's not very kind. Makes me feel sad for the rest. This is the theme at the front now. I'm gonna move Nobody it. Nobody does it. Is it quite the way you do? Half quite as good as. as good as you. There we go. Baby, Baby you're, you're the best. best.